Hello and welcome to Flamenco Attitude, the podcast that brings you all things flamenco. For our returning listeners, you would know that we've covered a wide range of topics from all the Kante subgenres to pretty much everyone who is big in the world of flamenco in terms of singing, dancing, even acting. Yes, we've even discussed films. And we also would like to, whenever possible, spotlight the big events in the world of flamenco. We have talked about a flamenco Andalusian Christmas and today we're going to talk about, it's a very big week, this is Semana Santa 2023. I would uh, invite you to listen back to our uh, flamenco special on Semana Santa, Holy Week in Andalusia from last year and today we're going to do um, kind of an upgrade on this episode because we'll take you through what happens during Semana Santa in Andalusia and also how it became a news story how it became a great news story and we're going to also talk about food we haven't talked about food in a while on Flamenco Attitude but we will this time and something kind of incredible happened on the news that Marcos is following, so we're going to talk about that as well. This is Semana Santa 2023. Now, I know you've not been, been to it, and as you know, I, I've gone to two already. You know, I've been to Cadiz, and I've been around around it when they're practicing for this. It's, it's a grand event. event. It's a massive, because they start practicing uh, almost the, the when when the thing is out, when Holy Week ends, because you, you, they practice. Obviously, the virgins only come out on these wonderful altarpieces. Yeah. The pastels only come out at, in Easter. So, the rest of the year, if you're going to practice with the weights, you have huge structures made of wood with rocks in it to give you the equivalent weight to practice the lift. Because that's the most important thing. The virgin will come out of the church, and all the men are underneath. 20, 40, sometimes hundreds, yeah, depending on the size of the altarpiece. And when the president taps on the outside of the altarpiece, that's to alert them. Another tap, they get ready, and then it has to lift perfectly straight up. They don't want, obviously, they don't want the, the Virgin or the Christ toppling off. So it's it's a hell of an operation. Oh, what kind of material are they made of? Well, it's all it's it's all gold. It's all gold. All and gold. stone, probably. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they are an enormous weight. And this is kind of the pinnacle of Holy Week. We have a lot of virgins or Christs coming out from everywhere yeah. and they're parading yeah. on the street. So street. it starts on the on the, like, the, the Sunday, Domingo de Ramos, and then you have all the different days of the week uh, ending in the resurrection. And you can buy a program that will tell you when each of the, the virgins or the Christs are coming out. And obviously you could be able to see on a map, as in the case when I was in Cadiz, they often cross... Each streets, other. Each, yeah, they, well, they can't go down because it's too big, but that one has to wait and the other one goes across these very narrow streets. And don't forget, in a place like Seville, they have to get the, the, the Virgin of the Macarena through the Macarena Wall. And the archway, you're, you're talking about probably a centimetre spare all the way around. So to get that enormous thing through without any breakages is a work of art. Yeah, last year you brought us actually what happens on the streets because you were there, you recorded for us. Yeah. And the episode was absolutely lively. That's what we will attempt yeah, to yeah. do on occasion moving Well, what was forward. funny about that, Gally, was that um, we went to go out onto the streets and when we opened our door, we couldn't because the altarpiece, the paso, was actually parked outside the house. So there was no way you could get out. And they have to have rest, you see. And it can take... 
10 hours, 18 hours to go on the full route. You know, they only go a very small walk at a time because of the weight. Do they ever have a break, these people? They have a break and, you know, they probably have a, a few beers and <laughs> people, I mean, they've got these things on their heads to protect them from the weight. Of yeah? course, yeah. And you see the people uh, go and get uh, a little beer for some of them and, and just hand it to them when they're on. Mm. Because obviously you've got the heat. The, the weather this year has been extraordinary. It's gone from being freezing cold to extremely hot, hotter a summer. And so normally it's not that hot at Easter time, just pleasant. But this year it's, there's been very hot temperatures, so it's a very hard piece of work. Now, probably you want to know about the link to flamenco. So we are talking before we get on to food and how yeah, it all yeah. works let's, out. Let's talk about the, the big tradition, which is somebody emerging to sing from a balcony, yeah. which is my favourite part, probably. Yeah, yeah. Normally, th- these people tend to be um, not professionals. They are, but they are people that have been specially chosen because they are so good at the sayeta. And so, yes, what you'll know is going to happen because you'll see a very large gathering of people in the street, and above them will be a balcony. And at a chosen moment, the balcony doors will open, and out will normally come a woman, and she will sing to the Virgin or the Christ. That's why sayeta is like an arrow, and she will direct her song to the statue on the altarpiece and everybody starts crying it's all very emotional and it's a lot of pressure actually because you've got to bear in mind that these people are not doing this just for the people in the street it is live on television Mm. all day so everybody's watching in their homes I mean I'll tell you how crazy it is I've been in a bar in Cadiz where the the altarpiece was coming literally past the front door of the bar but the people in the bar didn't come out. They were watching it on the television <laughs> inside. <laughs> I think the world is changing. It's, it's become too modern. So Sayeta is the typical norm, uh, the typical song during Holy Week. Yeah. So let's analyse it. It's unaccompanied. So there's no guitars or anything like that. Um, and it's usually done to the rhythm of the cigarilla, which is very complex flamenco rhythm. And there's normally four or five verses. And then they'll end and they'll go back and the doors of the balcony will close. So it's very, very dramatic and very emotional. And it's it's quite a hard thing to do because it's so powerful. And don't forget, it's usually done uh, without any microphone or anything like that. You have to be able Acapella. to... Yeah, you have to be able to project your voice right across the streets. Yeah, yeah so, which is the true art. Yeah. Um, but funnily enough, I think you'll recommend a song that has a musical accompaniment in it. Oh, are you, are you thinking of uh, of Camarong then? I am. And you know what? This is this is um, funny to me. Why did he decide to have a musical accompaniment? Uh, be- well, I think it's because it's, it's partly due to... I think the track you're going to play, I, I think it originally it was him on television. So there was an orchestra there. A small orchestra, and he was doing it with, with a very famous person from from Catalonia, uh, Juan Manuel Serra, and who was doing an oration. And then, you know, he just decided to do it that way. It can be done like that, and you know, certain artists have done it like that. And you know, Camarón is is famous, really, unlike most artists that 
he has yeah. done every single of course, stuff. genre, yeah. Maybe only once for certain ones, you know, like maybe he'd only want to do one Seranus because of its, 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 you know, noted for its bad luck. So he's he, done the he's Christmas done songs. Christmas songs, yeah, yeah, you know. he's come, So if you want to get everything oh, he's ever done, you have to buy this enormous box, mm. which is, it, well, you know, which costs quite a lot of money and that has got on it everything yeah well uh before we play the set is would you i mean i'm not asking you to literally say it verbatim but along the lines of what is the lyrics of the set what will we hear there well that one i couldn't tell you that one but it will be something about the suffering of, of, of the christ, of, of the christ. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, well here is i should have i should have i should have actually researched the, yeah the you lyrics. should have <laughs> here is cameron's set you mentioned obviously holy week um is about the passions of the Christ um, and the difficult, the, the enormous pain that he goes through physically and emotionally. Yeah, because well. on the on the passos, there'll be images and figures of Roman soldiers and things like that behind him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's reflecting that. Of course, and we're going to talk about um, the barefoot yeah. people who walk. Yeah, I mean, even my but... maestro Pepe Martinez, um, he. There's a wonderful film that was made of him going to his tailor to get the outfit as a penitentiary to wear. And as you know, their their heads are covered with, with a special uh, cap type mm. thing. And they wear... So you, you don't... You, and it's just got the little holes for, for their eyes to look out. So you don't know who they are. That's the whole point of it. And they will then walk barefoot often. And you will hear, uh, in a lot of, a lot of cases... Uh, chains and things like that. People have got chains on them, so it's very, very dramatic. So that is all in keeping with what happened to Christ during yes this week. Yeah, yeah. it all fits in with that. And you know, it, uh, a long time ago, it was just uh, to men and and boys that were there. But now we, uh, have... In, it, we have young girls and, and women also taking part of the of the penitentiaries. Yeah. So these altar pieces, though, um, only men participate in them and how does it work so you have the procession with men carrying the old yeah you make a good point now because maybe they've have allowed the odd woman to be one of the costellers but i've not seen it actually but you do have to be strong and um i I could give you a little story about this i may have mentioned this on another episode Hmm. we had obviously the corona hit spain so that affected all of this and so these things didn't take place and when they restarted, a lot of people complained in Cadiz that the, the they weren't the altar pieces weren't being lifted particularly well. You see, so other people said in bars, "Well, it's because they've had uh, they haven't had any practice for, yeah. for a few years." And he said, and "Bear in mind, you know, these men that they've got there now that they have to get are getting old, and we need some new recruits." You know? How do you recruit for this? That I don't know. To mm. become a costelera, I suppose you'd have to be a member of of one of the churches mm. that does mm. this, and then put your name down and, yeah. and probably get tested out in the summer mm-hmm. which is when they do a lot of this to, to see whether you you're up to it with our bad backs we'll never make it will we <laughs> it, it will finish me off it I will think. yeah it will finish me off uh, but the, so the procession is with the altar piece yeah. forward and all the penitents behind behind yeah. Yeah. and the and general public yeah the general public more watching and then you get things like the army because don't forget, there's different Christ of all the different things you know Christ of the gypsies but, and so you get the the army marching uh, along as well uh, it just depends what area it's in and don't forget every town every city even the smallest 
commemorate, commemorate. reflect the Holy Week, the, the Semana Santa across the whole. Of course, it's watched by all of Spain because it's a bit bit like Carnaval. The Andalusians are seen to be to do this better than anyone else can, you know. And of mm. course, they have got all the incredible gold altarpieces which are so valuable. Do you know when we were in Cadiz, um, you took me to a shop from a street that we in the previous days we didn't take that route at all, and I looked up on one of the buildings, and there there was a humongous, like a mural of the Virgin of the Macarena. Oh, right, yeah. Um, well, re- painted on the wall. Remember, yeah, I think yeah. we saw it painted on the wall. And it took me really to my childhood when I was watching a lot of telenovelas from Latin America, and they were talking about, oh, the Virgin of Guadalupe. The Vir-. And yeah. it reminded me when you when you said that there are different virgins yeah. of the different yeah. churches. Yeah. And of course, the, big, <clears throat> the real big stuff uh, takes place in, in, uh, in Sevilla. Mm. I mean, I saw uh, there was an altarpiece we saw on the news the other day, and I wouldn't like to say how many men were underneath it. Wow. It was enormous. So the the weight is just you, you just can't even. Look. I I, w- I would I wouldn't even know that they're movable, if if you didn't tell me. Well, a year ago. It, it's a it's a major. And also, what you've got to bear in mind is, uh, for the rest of the year, there are men inside the churches getting these things ready, restoring, mm. yeah, polishing all the silver, all the gold, and when they're ready to go. Before they leave, there'll be a massive queue of people waiting to get into the church, and they all individually go up to the altarpiece and either say a prayer or kiss it, and then they go. Then it's all ready to go, and people there's the other people expectantly waiting for it to come out. You know, it's 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 very very theatrical, very dramatic, and the people are very proud of it. Quite rightly so. You you touched upon the fact that it starts on Domingo de Ramos. Yeah. And then we move on to Lunes Santos, Martes yeah, Santos. What, happen, what happens on the different days? Is there a, a, something that happens on every single different day? Well, the, 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 the ordinary days, in a way, that's fairly the same. The, obviously, the Domingo de Ramos, that's Palm Sunday, so that would be Palms. And then the Resurrection is a slightly different different thing, more reflecting that. So it is, it is technically different each day. Yeah. Is Friday the biggest day or the Sunday? Well, the, the 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 first Sunday is quite important. The, the first and last days are, are very big. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the most famous, in a way, exponents of uh, the Seta, which is La Nina yeah. de los Pens. Yeah. yeah. I believe we featured her. Before. You 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 can't really get a bigger artist than her because, in her case, nearly any photo you see of her her publicity photos, they, it's her in the Campana, which is in the centre of Seville, coming out on her own balcony, because that's where she lived. And it's like a football match outside the crowd. You can't, the streets are packed, probably, I don't know, two hundred, three hundred thousand people. And of course, she was one of the earliest first recording artists. We talked about her yeah. in the great yeah. episode. So, yeah. you know, um, we've got to hear her. Um, and she is probably the most famous. That was her trademark. And she lived with her husband, who was also a, a great artist. And they were big celebrities in, in Sevilla. You know, I mean, everybody knew that she would be there and she would come out and do a performance. So I think we've got to hear her singing. I think it's a Sayeta from the 1930s. We're wrapping up the episode with the big one, Marcos. You have news for us. 
Yes. Incredible we'll, we'll, for we'll, me. We'll, we'll, we'll have some bad news and yeah. then we can talk about some nice food. Some, yeah, yeah, please. Um, yes. Well, you've got to bear in mind that the these altarpieces have on them many, many candles. Yeah, hundreds probably. Hundreds of candles, yeah. And we saw an extraordinary scene where... The, just this week, yeah. This, yes, just this week, where, where um, the focus of the news moved from this being a cultural and religious event to it becoming big news because in Beleth Malaga the Virgin of the Rocio her her clothes seemed to catch on fire mm -hmm. and the people on, on the on on the altarpiece were panicking trying to put it out and at one point the flames were, were, were quite bad. So I, I I presume that a candle got too close to, to, to the the, uh, the clothes that the Virgin was dressed in and it was quite shocking actually and people were getting in the streets were panicking and crying and everything and uh, the, the, the poor men on, the, on, on it were doing their best to try and put it out as best they could so it was quite a shocking scene and it had been strangely enough it, I think a day either way in, in Almaden in, a, in another church where they hadn't even got the Virgin out they were they were just preparing the fire brigade had to be called the Bomberos mm -hmm. so we saw images in the church on the TV news of the church was obviously flooded in water because they had to put this out and presumably be quite a lot of damage so you do get the, these things where uh, it can be quite bad you know quite serious things can happen maybe they'll look into mm. um, the safety of having so many candles and, and, and things, or, or that they need to be all normally. See, they're in glass. You know, yeah. yeah? Uh, how well, they should be. So they think. should be. How this happened, but it it, it was a big story. So it was a bit sad because it over overtook the the the, the beauty of it all, and and it, they focused on 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 you know they kept showing the, the flames and everything like that. But I think what we could do is cheer people up a bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we do wish that everyone keeps safe Yeah. Uh, during these processions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hopefully I don't think anyone was badly injured. Uh, injured and they did manage to, to, to put it out because they, the lemon face, some poor people will have to try and restore those garments and, you know, they will, could be extremely hundreds of years old. So that, you know, I, with the flames as they were, that would be quite a big job. Mm, yeah, well... Uh, hopefully everything will be fine at least for the the rest of the week. The, the most important part of every tradition, yeah. traditional uh, day, is the food, and yeah. people love it. Yeah. So yeah. talk and, to and me and a little And also bit. bear in mind, uh, Gally, that at this time, uh, most people, if they're not out on the streets, they're at home watching it. Yeah. Mm. So you would invite people to your house, and they would expect the typical food that you get at Easter. And so at the moment, all the all the uh, food programs, Comitolo and everything, they've all been concentrating on recipes that reflect Holy Week. Now, obviously, for a main meal or tapas, the key thing is it's, it's going to have to be a fish. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's Holy Week, so one would, would be eat fish. And the main fish that they eat is an unusual thing that you, you may have seen, I don't know, it's salt cod. Mm -hmm. So when you buy this cod, by the the kilo, it is rock hard. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's completely dried. 
and salted. And so you, to prepare these dishes, you've got to really get your act together, you know, like the day before and soak it and, and things like that. And so it reconstitutes to, to prepare it. And then you can make a whole variety of different dishes. But that is the, the key ingredient. And this salt cod is rather expensive oh. very expensive so that's on the savory side main is, is the cod and then easter is obviously very famous for the the sweets everybody likes sweets you know where you you get the the masa you know and you make beautiful things with almonds or or whatever and one of the big ones of this of this type of year is pestinos and this is where you you know you you make a dough and, and roll it into little round balls and things like that and then you bake it and these are these are sugared and almonds and goodness knows what can go into it um, of course lots of people uh, don't bother making these things because there's wonderful confectionery cake shops you know confiterias and people go there and buy them to support but yeah to support the local and uh, don't forget that every village and town in Andalusia has its own tradition of making these things that mm. they're completely different it's it's really complex you know i mean you could you could have an encyclopedia of just you know how many different ways there could be of making the the, the pastinho or whatever there's every place does it differently and of course you put in it um often you'll put in it uh in, into into the masa uh anise you know mm. Yeah, you know the very That's strong. That's the star anise. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, not star anise. No, 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 no. anise um, seco. You know the, the the liquid. Oh right, in, which as you know is very, um, you know, it's about what it goes up to, about fifty five percent proof. Mm. Yeah, but I presume once you've mixed it all in the dough and everything and baked it, it, it just gives it incredible flavour. Yeah, and that's a typical, typical sweet. Though, though I do know there are a number of people that like to have it but also a little <laughs> cup of anise to drink, to with, drink. With it. <laughs> I, I, w- I would have thought that red wine is the traditional drink no, of not, Easter not, not so much at Easter I don't think no 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 so it's not like here because no. red wine here is very much the yeah, yeah. Easter tradition yeah. so I mean that's another year of the, of the Holy Week uh, coming to an end people will start to look forward to the next things at the Rocio and and obviously there's people in, 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 in Cadiz that are already working on their acts for Carnival. So these things come round and round and round. And of course, we're looking ahead soon to another th- th- uh, annual event, which is the Flamenco Festivals. Oh, yes. Well, this is it for another year of the Holy Week 2023. We were so happy that we could bring you another episode. Obviously, last year we brought you a very lively episode because Marcos was in Cadiz for Holy Week and we could record some actuality. This year it's more stories, more explaining the tradition, but that's also nice. And as I mentioned, moving forward, we would like to bring you live sort of episodes as and when we can but more on that in the months to come we wish you a peaceful easter a peaceful end of the holy week and until the next time whether you listen to learn or play flamenco remember to always follow the beat mm-hmm.